Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Well, I said it'd be fun, didn't I? um, I hope you are having a a good time. I was really interested uh, just then to see how you, uh, as if you were the king of Christmas, what you would do. Uh, let's be honest, if there's no turkey and no Brussels sprouts, then it's not a Christmas dinner. I mean, let's just get that on the record now. But even if it's just trying to be the king of Christmas, we, we couldn't seem to agree, could we, quite on what we might want to do. There's lots of different ideas. So I want to spend a few minutes now looking at those two readings we've had. Because I think in those two readings, we're going to see a king who does something that we all would get behind, we'd all want to happen. So we'll start with that second reading uh, that we see just read from Luke. Did you hear what the angel said to Mary? The angel was describing a type of person who's going to come. And I've got a friend who's going to come up, Aaron's going to come up and help me. And we're going to see from a couple of verses in that reading what type of person uh, is going to come, because there is a king who's coming. So, first of all, uh, they're, they're, if you want to follow along, the, uh, re- they'll be up on, the first will be, a couple of verses will be up on the screen, but it's also in the back uh, of your booklets if you're interested. We're going to look at verse 32 and uh, verse 33 uh, of Luke chapter 1. And the first thing that the angel said was that this person who's coming would be great. So, Aaron, can you look great? Well, okay. It'll do. Um, the second thing that the angel said as we go through is that we son of the Most High. Now, Aaron, you're a man. 
I'm guessing you've got parents, so you are a son. Okay, this is good. We're doing good so far. Now, the third thing uh, the angel said was a throne. The person coming would have a throne. Hang on. We might just need to move these. Now, let me just put this down here. And why don't you have a seat there, Aaron? More like it. Thank you. Uh, it's what he normally sits on at home. Um, so we've got a throne. Okay. The fourth thing was uh, that the person would reign. Now, I have here a scepter, so you can rule. Uh, very glittery and sparkly, very Christmas, the Christmas scepter of the king. Uh, and then, uh, what else did he say? The angel said, we're going to have a kingdom. Okay, uh, well, I feel I should put that on your head. Oh yeah, perfect fit. So we've got uh, a throne, a scepter, a crown, uh, and then a final thing. Uh, and this is a bit different, actually, to most kings that we think of. A kingdom will be forever. It will never end. Did you know that Queen Elizabeth II is our longest-serving monarch, and she's reigned for 66 years, 10 months, and 10 days as of today? That's quite a long time. But it's not as long as forever. And this king's coming is going to reign forever. So if we look at Aaron sitting here, what sort of person do you think he is? Does he look like a king? Yeah, just about. He's passable. You see, there is a, the angel announcing this king who is coming. He's going to be king forever. Now, that's a pretty big deal. That's why I think we need to hear what these readings can say. See, it wasn't the king of Christmas that the angel was announcing. It's that king that Christmas is all about. We heard it in the video. Did you spot these words in the videos? The son of God... The saviour of the world, Jesus, was born in a barn in Bethlehem. See, the king that's going to reign forever, it's not Aaron, it's Jesus. And we don't always think of Jesus, uh, perhaps as a king at Christmas, we see him as a little baby in the, uh, in the stable. And he was that, of course he was that. But at the same time, he was king. He was the king who will reign forever. And so the, the thing we need to know, well, what's this king going to do? What's this king going to do? And he might be sitting there thinking, well, maybe we'll disagree on this, like we did with the king of Christmas. But I think this is where we can get, we'll all get behind what the king is going to do. And it came in that first reading we had from Isaiah. Isaiah written many years before Jesus came. But you, did you notice, in, particularly in verse 7, he used many of the similar words. Uh, great, no end, reigning on the throne over a kingdom. Isaiah was talking about the same king, was talking about Jesus. And here's the thing, deep down, that I think we'd all want a king to do. Isaiah promised that Jesus would bring a kingdom of justice and righteousness. That means everything bad would would be got rid of, and only good things would remain. Imagine that. Everything bad got rid of, and only good remained. So, imagine a world where there was no war. No more fighting between people. 
Wouldn't it be great? Jesus is going to get rid of that. You missed. Imagine a world with no arguments. I don't know what your house like is, is like at Christmas. I hope you don't get to this point. But Jesus is going to get rid of those as well. Imagine a world with no selfishness, where you share your Christmas presents. Well, Jesus is going to get rid of all selfishness. And imagine a world without anything sad. No more pain or suffering. Jesus is getting rid of all the sadness. Did he hit anyone? I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, Jesus is getting rid of all those things. And in its place, he will leave harmony, everyone getting on. He'll bring peace, that lovely rest. He'll bring joy and happiness. And he'll leave behind just love, everyone looking out for each other. Imagine a world like that. Imagine a world where you didn't fight with your brother or sister. Where the kids in your class aren't mean to you. Where politicians agreed on Brexit. I mean, imagine a world like that. Jesus is going to bring that world. And I know what you might be thinking. Jesus came that first Christmas time. But that world's not here yet. But when he came that first Christmas time... And he lived and he died. Everything was put in place for this world to come. See, Jesus is sitting on his throne. He's waiting to claim his kingdom, to bring this kingdom about of harmony, joy, peace and love. And what a place it will be. And so as we, as we think about Christmas time, we can't forget the king that Christmas is all about. Uh, and the king is Jesus who will reign forever. And so the question we're left with is, well, what are you going to do? It would be great if we were the king of Christmas and we could decide what happens in our house at Christmas. But wouldn't it be far better to have a king who could bring in this sort of kingdom? A kingdom of justice, of righteousness. A kingdom where everything bad is gone and only good remains. That's what Jesus is going to do. That's what Christmas is all about. And he's going to bring it about to those who are in his kingdom. It'll only come to those who are in his kingdom. And so if you want to know more about how to be in Jesus' kingdom, what that looks like, then on your way out, pick up one of these booklets. They tell you all about what it means to be in Jesus' kingdom and how to become come into it. But it's because God searches us out as our next song is going to say, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God searches each one of us out. And he wants to bring you into his kingdom. Oh, and will you accept that? Because Jesus is king forever. And you don't want to miss out on this kingdom.